Another day where we're setting some records. Not necessarily good stuff, but single-day COVID positive cases. We shattered the record, which I'm pretty sure we set last week. We finally hit over a million for the first time ever. We got some crime stats that have come in from some affluent places and some other cities. Border crossings, and I finally give a piece of my mind to AOC again, which I've been doing better of trying not to butcher her every day. So we get to all that after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Welcome back to the Jesse Rosinski show. That just worked conveniently well. Even told me recording was in progress. I haven't had that in a while. So today, sadly, there's a lot of new records you now being set, whether it's stuff from last year with crimes and stuff or COVID numbers, border crossings. Like there's a lot. And we officially have like all the numbers now because the year's officially you know, over. So they have, you know, the whole year crime stats from year to year done. There's a lot of big, crazy, crazy numbers in there. And they aren't a, like numbers of anything good. Um, sadly, I let a lot of bad stuff in here, but hey, at least we're leading, you know, in something, I do suppose, but we could do so much better and we deserve so much better. And I'm going to go over a bunch of it, starting off with COVID numbers. The U.S.'s previous record, which was set last week, the end of last week, was at nearly 590,000. And then just yesterday, we set an all-time record, like we shattered it, with 1,082,549 new positive cases. So we blew the single-day record. Uh, all sorts of all hell and that's you know not something to really be proud of uh, we also have the record for deaths as of right now you know we're at 826,064 closest to us is brazil at 619,133 india 481,893 which by the way last time i checked their population is 1.2 billion which is way more than 400 Sorry, 330-ish million, so that's almost four times us, and we're way, way over them. And Russia at 311,353, but again, that's Russia, so who can actually trust those numbers? Just like China not even making the list, even though, yeah, we know what their population is. A lot of people there. A lot of people there. Yeah, they're horrifically populated, but again, Communist Party. Can't trust them just as much as you can't trust yeah, the Russians. So who knows what that is? So we do, but you know, we have the record for people that are actually um, being honest with it. And that those numbers aren't even probably true because we've seen all the cases of people that just died from something else that happened to have COVID and got counted as a COVID. This is all going to get me in trouble on YouTube. But yeah, up almost to a million deaths. And we had over a million cases in one day which is terrifying. Uh, and they're withdrawing the PCR tests. We've seen many rumors as to they couldn't differentiate between that and the fluids. There's all kinds of different stuff going around. I'm not getting into all the rumors and all the craziness, but the lack of testing is somehow, you know, that, that's still terrifying. Just on principle of 
And lots of reports, people saying they did tell them we need more testing. And why would they not be doing as much as we can as we're still in the middle of this pandemic? And they're the ones pushing you know, horrific testing you know, across the board. And if you want to go back to work, you have to pay you know, for a test like there's so much. And yet we're having such a hard time having tests, which is just mesmerizing, really, actually, when you think about it. It's terrifying. It's another good way to put it. But like, how are we even in this thing? Like, it's been almost a year now, coming up on the year of their administration. And there's mile-long lines and lack of tests and all this stuff still at this point. Like, they were all over the last guy, the bad orange man, because, you know, granted, and we didn't have any tests because, you know, this thing didn't explode. It's just like when everything else happened, like they had to go with it as it happened. And now here we are almost two years in and we're still having a problem with all kinds of stuff. And they're still only, I mean, really blaming Trump for it. They said they didn't leave him a plan. They didn't do anything. He was a deputy. Uh, what the name? Press secretary. Blaming them saying they weren't left to plan. But I mean, if you think about it, there was all the stuff under warp speed where they were making all kinds of PPE and they're working on therapeutics, which I can't remember the last time I actually heard mainstream media even mentioned therapeutics or being healthier. I think I had to share the thing earlier, CNN doing it, but where the hell were they the last two years? And we've seen, if you've been paying attention to actual numbers, all the people that had, you know, pre-existing health conditions that were obese, like all these things that were, you know, really making it, you know, those were the people that were dealing with it the worst and yet you never see them do anything of that and on another note of that like there was what over 800 million doses of covid vaccine that was already paid for by the trump administration vaccines were rolling out as biden took office i mean they had that they had warp speed making all kinds of stuff all over the place and yet they said they have no plan, even though, I mean, if you remember during you know the campaign and everything, they said that, you know, he had no plan and they had the plan to get this under control. But now, like, here we are with all these problems saying that, well, they weren't left any plan. Like you had all this stuff in motion and you said that he was doing it wrong with all that. And you had like a plan. Yet here we are setting single day records out the wazoo. Testing is bad. Like all these things have gotten actually worse since they took office and the polling numbers prove it, even in the mainstream media with them. Now, all of them now, you know, they like they feel worse off now than they were under Trump. And think about it. They had nothing when he started. They didn't know it was a thing. He had to come up with testing, figure out therapeutics, vaccines. They had to do all this stuff. And they were told that that wasn't enough and they had no plan. They were doing nothing good. And, you know, they were going to take control of it. And yet here we are where it's even worse than it's ever been. So again, I'd like to know where, you know, that whole entire, their, their plan was because they ran on it for forever. No one can deny that. They said they had the plan to get it under control. And yet here we are worse off than they were. And even worse, I mean, at least president Trump was up there taking questions every day during all of it at the briefings for the longest time. Yes, there were a few times where he was literally just sat there and sparred with the media and the reporters for like an hour and a half, showing them all the stuff that you know they lied about and misquoted him and all that. Like there were a few of those, but he was still out there talking all the time. The fact that when they asked Joe questions, 
like literally the other day you'd see videos of him just sitting there smirking. It's only does. He just smirks, doesn't say anything. And you hear everyone trying to rush everyone out of the room. I thought this was like the adults were supposed to take over. They were going to, you know, they had a plan to get it under control. And now they just smirk and rush people out of the room. So they can't even ask questions and him smirking is just terrifying with how bad it really is. And all of this, it's going to be a dark winter to be gloomy and full of death and all kinds of other things. He's been saying like, that's not a positive thing. That's not a plan. You've done nothing as a plan to even make anything better. And that's proven that even at the height last year, like it wasn't this bad and we had nothing then. And yes, there was testing issues last year because they didn't have any tests for it. They had to make the damn tests. So obviously, ergo, that's kind of like starting off from scratch. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Uh, this far in, we shouldn't still be having a problem. Anyone like is supporting any of these idiots still is just mesmerizing and blaming the other guy. Like you can't blame it. It's been a year. And we're worse off than they were. They had all these grand plans. Why is everything worse? Especially COVID. Like over a million cases shattering like the world record, which, you know, well, yeah, and our record. We broke our own record last week at 590. Then we have almost double that. In one day on Monday, like things are getting worse. And I keep getting told that it's everyone else's fault. Like, I just want to know, and there's going to be some accountability and they're actually going to take responsibility for the headaches and the chaos and the idiocy that they're causing with all their stuff. And if he did have a plan, look what they do with every other plan that he had. Immigration plans blown out the window. Crime things blown out the window. Middle East blown out the window. So why the hell would we even think that they would keep this plan, even if they had it, that allegedly didn't exist? They would have just bombed it like they did everything else. And we'd still be here right where we are right now. But after this amount of time, like, I don't care who you are. Like, look at all the stuff he got figured out, testing, vaccines, like all that. And the amount of time that we've been waiting now on Joe and things are a thousand times worse. So if you support them, I'm sorry for you. But it's gotten worse, and we shouldn't be setting records for new positive cases regardless now. Is Omicron more? Yeah, transmissible? Yes, but is it nearly as deadly? No. But people shouldn't be waiting in lines for tests and not being able to get them. That's just nuts at this time. And as we all know, it's going to keep getting worse because that's what happens with all this. Everything just keeps getting worse. There's no way anyone can try to deny any of that. Just like crime. Hollywood, California, not like we're talking about like Chicago or Baltimore, any places where Jackson, Michigan, you know, places that have really high crime rates. I mean, Hollywood, California, homicides from 20, you know, in 2020 were six. They're up to nine in 2021, which I know isn't a lot, but 50% increase shootings went from 59,000, 59,000, yeah, I can read, from 59 in 2020 to 91 in 2021, 54% increase. Robberies went from 442,000, no, 442. See, I can't even read my own stuff. I wrote it in 2020 to 626 in 2021, which is a 42% increase. It's not like we're talking about places where high crime rates are. This is spreading to affluent areas. I mean, robberies going from 442 to 626 in, you know, Hollywood were, you know, granted, it's not all affluent, but 
I mean, lots and lots and lots of people live in Hollywood. Very affluent area. Famous and all, and that's the numbers that's happening in other major cities too. Official numbers are in Chicago. You know, these are all 2020, 2021. Chicago had 46,886, you know, which is a 3% increase. Los Angeles, 29,617, which is a 6% increase. New York City was up at 100,730, which is a 6.13% increase. San Francisco at 48,649, which is a 10.6% increase. And Minneapolis, at 5,939, which is a 9.4% increase. Those were all big increases. Those were all very, very bad. Whether it's smashing grabs, robberies, assaults, homicides, like you name it, carjackings, everything is going up. And it's a lot of these places where they're being very, I'd say, light on crime, and they're more worried about you know the feelings of the criminal who's out there doing things, unlike you know, instead of the victims who didn't break any laws or do anything. Um, and people are still saying we need to get rid of the police and do all kinds of, stuff. no, like we need more cops, if not the same that we had. And a lot of polling says that, especially in, you know, majority black neighborhoods, you see them polling saying they want the same, if not more because of where crime is in a lot of these places, you know, the Chicago's Baltimore's like all those places. And yet there's still people pushing for it. And again, if you're one of those people, that agrees with any of that craziness. Like, look at the actual numbers. They are all actually very easy to find online. It's not that hard to do. And then all the people on the left, you know, I mean, they'd still say it was all a lie, but I mean, you can find all the databases. There are states, the FBI has it all. Like, there's all, no matter what you know, people are saying, like, the numbers are there and they're going up. And you're seeing places saying they need you know more money to go towards policing and stuff that took money away last year. Why? Because it took money away and that whole thing. And things got worse. Cares about overpopulation prisons. What if you're committing violent crimes, robberies, anything like, I'm sorry, you should actually have to pay your time, not just, you know, even places doing no cash bail. Like I, we, we I mean, I don't know if you heard my story, but again, got ran over, had a psychotic pre-workout packet sample in my pocket. It exploded. It field tested as meth. I had to bail myself out. This is after I got ran over for a pre-workout packet of psychotic. The field tests on without them running any tests. I had to bail myself out. Why are some of these people getting out? Just see a letter by in some of these cities or San Francisco. Long you can grab up to a thousand dollars, walk out the door, and you see all the smashing grabs happening in all kinds of places. It's spreading, and people are still like Elhan Omar saying that we need to get rid of the police, defund them completely. Like no. We need to stop catering to criminals. We need to start taking care of law-abiding citizens. Call me crazy. I know it's a weird idea, taking care of actual law-abiding citizens. It's nuts. It's a crazy idea. But, you know, it's really scary because places like, you know, Chicago, which we all know, you know, homicide shootings, all that stuff, like they had a 3% increase, which is saying something in New York City. Yeah, six point one three percent increase from year to year. After again, they took money out of the police budget and all that stuff. Like, which is all this is proving that it doesn't work. Yet there's still people like the squad pushing that we need to do more, which shows just how out of touch they all are. And I really don't understand how anyone supports anyone that even says anything like that because you actually have to be dumb. Not any other mean offensive word like, but you're actually dumb because the numbers are actually there for you. And um, yeah.
I don't know how you can miss that. Like the numbers don't lie. They are there. And it's pathetic. It really, really is pathetic that this is even a real conversation that people still vote them in and support them. It's just nuts. It really is. And the same thing goes with immigration, which they've all been saying we need to be more compassionate, but they're also saying we're all racist. Why are these minorities from all over the world? Like we got Haitians, Guatemalan, people from Honduras, all kinds of people coming across the border. Like, we're such a racist place. Why are all these people trying to get here? Because they could know the difference between all the idiocy that people are trying to spread. And just in one place, in Yuma, Arizona, I know people that have been there. I know people that are still there. October and November of 2020, encounters was 1,777. You know, two-month span, yeah, a lot of people. October and November of 2021, 44,512. That is a 2,405% increase. Yeah, people are still saying it's not a like problem. There's nothing going on. A 2,405% increase just in Yuma, Arizona. Because I could just imagine the numbers in all kinds of other places. And I already went over the numbers the other day of how ridiculous the numbers were this year compared to just the last three years. And yet they keep pushing that. It's not a problem. And I mean, regardless of how you feel, but I think we, you know, are a compassionate nation. We're a nation of immigrants, but we're a nation of immigrants that did it right, did the process, and did all those things. And that's the difference. People trying to come over here from all over the world, they do it right. They don't just get to hop across the border and see you later. Bye. In a lot of the cases, and guess what? It's true. It's people getting released without even court dates. And they said a large portion of them never heard of again so far this year, which, you know, and another big one that people don't seem to think about is the states and the cities on the border in there that are getting all these people across it. Like it's strange some places that already have extremely strained resources when it comes to, you know, food and food banks, health, especially now, because if they're coming across, that's more people they have to worry about. People that can get sick, that's strained, you know, a system that's probably already strained enough thanks to COVID and everything else. Homeless shelters, like there's homeless veterans, men, women, children across the board, normal citizens, everything. Like, and these migrants have to go somewhere. So they're getting, you know, there and they're pushing them to capacity, which is taking stuff away from, you know, citizens that need the help for people that, you know, aren't here legally. Again, that's the big word, illegal. I don't care what you say. Most of us have someone in our family line that came here legally through immigration then come here illegally, like do it right. And most of us actually don't have a single problem with it. Do it right. Make sure the people that can actually, you know, come here won't be a strain on the system even after they get here. Like we should be getting the best and the brightest to come here and doing it legally. If you have a problem with that, like I actually don't think I know anyone that, has a problem with that. It's just people on the progressive side that against the squad and all that craziness that seem to think that we're all just racist, miserable human beings. Like, not really. We just know we're a nation of laws and what would happen if we tried to, you know, legally get into a, any other country, we wouldn't be given, okay, see you later, bye. Yeah, that's not how it works. And I continue to prove it, but what did I say it was? Like, couple hundred thousand more under Trump's last three years combined than just this one fiscal year under Joe Biden like that is a problem 
It's a very big problem that affects a lot of people. And just because you live somewhere where it doesn't happen, it's affecting those people detrimentally. I'm sorry for the narcissistic, scummy people out there. They're like, well, it doesn't affect me, so why should I care? Because it does affect other people. And sooner or later, it's going to affect everybody because we don't have the money to do all this. And there's a reason we do it all right. And there's that. And as I mentioned, the squad and AOC, I'm sure we all heard about it. I haven't mentioned it in a very long time. So I kind of proud that I haven't chastised her in a while, but her down in Florida, you know, miss mask mandate, don't travel lockdowns, all of that stuff. Like we've all heard her talking about it, pushing it, all that. Yeah, you know, out in Florida with no mask in a crowd of people, you know, people, bar goers cheering her on as she's introduced on, introduced on stage by the MC of a drag brunch event. You know, again, out in Florida, no mask, no anything, even though she's telling everyone wear masks, get vaccinated, don't go anywhere. Like, don't be around people you're not sure of, like it's used down there in Florida and they're not crazy, you know, mandates and all that. And she thought it was perfectly fine to be out there, which is more rule of the, but not for me, like so many on that side, which is why we all, most of us have a problem with it. At least any of us that have a brain in between our ears that can do some thinking. And, you know, I love her quote though. If Republicans are mad that they can't date me, they can just say that instead of projecting their sexual frustration onto my boyfriend's feet. Like what in the bluest of hells does that have to do with anything? Like, literally, what is in between your ears? Like, that's your response to that. You were caught. Sorry. Can't be pushing that we need to all be, you know, vaxxed and all these mandates and lockdowns and, you know, traveling is bad and Florida is bad and talking all that trash about DeSantis. But yeah, you're down there doing that. No mask, no anything. Not knowing if everyone there is mandated because it's Florida. Vaccinated, yeah. And it's stuff like that. But, I mean, like the Speaker of the House did the same thing. She recently bought a house in Florida. Fuller District, you know, we've seen all the lockdowns they've had there where she was unmasked in a closed down hair salon because they weren't supposed to be in hair salons getting her hair done last year. Then she said she got swindled by hair salon owner. Like, you know, the rules, lady, you got caught. Like AOC, district up in New York. And there she is down in Florida, even though she's telling everyone not to do that. And it's very bad and they're very bad people and all of that. And people just let them get away with it. And that's why we are where we are with COVID in the first place. In case you didn't know, it's because of idiots like that. We're then proving that it's all like a bunch of hypocritical nonsense by doing exactly what they're doing. It's depressing. It's disgusting. It's a lot of things. And hopefully it wakes enough people up and I really don't understand how anyone can support her or say she's an extremely intelligent person. She's a hypocritical idiot who's actually keeps, you know, for some reason she always seems to get you know, voted as the least effective member of Congress, Senate, whatever the hell, like she, least effective because she does nothing. She just runs her mouth about stuff she knows nothing about. And she's mostly wrong about on her social media feeds. And that's it. And then proves how hypocritical she really is and how, you know, she could do whatever she wants, regardless of what she tells us, which is sad, which is why we need to hold out hope for someone like Joe Manchin, who's been holding out on all the nonsense they have in the Build Back Better plan. And the most important thing to note is he got interviewed earlier today, and he said that there aren't even any negotiations happening, even though they're back from the holidays, on the Build Back Better plan at all. This is a key piece of legislation you think they'd be working on, but they're not even doing, they're not even talking about it. So... 
and shows how much they really care about that. But at least he said, I'm going to do this and he's doing it. So this is crazy. And he's not, you know, falling in line because he knows what his constituents want. And that's what you're actually supposed to do. You're put there to be there for your constituents and represent them, not just whatever the party wants, no matter how crazy it is, now stupid it is, especially in West Virginia, he'll get run over. So good on him for holding his ground like he said he would. Not too many of them do it anymore. And he seems to be one of the very few that has a you know brain inside of his head during all of this. So good on him. No matter what side he's on, he's on the other side. He's got a brain. I mean, Mitch McConnell, he's proven he doesn't have a brain. He doesn't care. He just does whatever the hell people want. Never works best for him to get stuff through. He doesn't care. He's one of them. Just see, both sides. Yeah, and there's a lot of other ones. Can't remember the lady's name in Maine, but she's also, Susan Collins, yeah. She's also been on a bunch of things. Like, there's a lot of them that have voted on the right for stuff they said they'd never do because they just do whatever's, you know, best for them politically financially and everything else so good for joe manchin for holding his ground but i will let it go at that again lots of good stuff none to be proud of i mean astronomical records for covid positive tests crime rates borders like there's nothing good going on with all these records i mean saying records is good (laughs) unless you're setting records that are really really bad so uh yeah can't wait to see what it all goes from there where it all goes and I heard the president's going to give a speech later. I think I actually heard him kind of talking since I've been in here, but then it went dead silent. So I'm guessing the cat or the dog or someone did something to turn it off to make him go away. Or it went into power save mode, but I see what he has to say about that. But I'm sure it's going to be more hellfire brimstone attacking the unvaccinated people because that's all he knows how to do instead of actually, I don't know, promoting being healthier and therapeutics. And all kinds of other things that can actually help fight this. So with all that, appreciate the time. Thank you for watching and listening. Don't forget, please share it out no matter what you're on. I've gone over all the platforms a lot of times, but you know, just please share it out on your socials because Facebook has me knocked out of the algorithm. So no one knows when I actually post anything. Even if I try to share it away from the show and onto my own personal page, no one still sees when I do that either. They see all the recipes, all the memes. They don't see any of that. So Hook a brother up and help me with that. I'll be back on Friday. Talk about all kinds of more fun stuff. Probably a lot of videos coming out of the president's mouth. He just can't help himself. So be good to each other. Share it out. Thanks for giving me the time of day. Comment. Let me know what you think. And give me some ratings on Facebook. And uh, yeah, I'll be back on Friday. So until then, be good to each other and peace.